0: Last week on Sunday Extra, we spoke with author Mike Finkel about his new book, The Art Thief, about the man described as the world's greatest living art thief, Frenchman Stefan Breitwieser, who stole hundreds of artworks and other items from around 170 museums in Europe over several years. Well... This week there's a scandal emerging at the British Museum which is reeling in the wake of revelations about a theft of a huge number of items by, it's alleged, one of its own staff. The British Museum put out one of those press releases which no one would ever want to have to put out confirming that somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 items have been found to be missing, stolen or damaged and that a member of staff has been dismissed in connection with those events. The theft and the questionable response of the museum itself has raised the broader question of the integrity of museum collections and their internal security. Just how many collections might be compromised by the people and institutions charged with taking care of them? Robert K. Whitman is a former special agent with the FBI and the founder of the FBI's National Art Crime Team, where he served for more than 20 years. Robert's now an author and a private art security consultant, and he joins us now from Chester Heights in Pennsylvania. Robert Whitman, welcome to Sunday Extra.
1: Julian, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
0: It seems shocking on the face of it that a member of staff could be responsible for the theft and damaging of artworks. As an expert in the area of art crime, does it surprise you?
1: Uh, It's not surprising, but I do have to take uh, umbrage at one statement, and that's uh, the name of Mike's book, The World's Greatest Art Thief. (laughs) I would call him the world's worst.
0: Indeed. Yes. Fair enough, too. Uh, Fair enough, too. There's nothing
1: great about stealing art. But uh, in this case, it's not unusual. Uh, In my 20-year career at the FBI, we had done research to see where thieves come from at institutions and museums. And what we found in the United States, about 90% of museum thefts are insider. In other words, it's someone who has keys to the kingdom. It could be a curator, a guard, believe it or not, Mm. or just uh, individuals who have access who are doing studies of artifacts in different collections. So it's not unusual at all that the thief in a museum would be an insider.
0: It's really interesting when you contemplate the security challenges associated with those threats. Someone like Stefan Breitfizer, his skill, I suppose, was to uh, look like an unassuming member of the public and find critical moments where he could capitalise on lapses in security. That's one risk to deal with. But I imagine that the security risks of dealing with insider threats are very different and in some ways much harder to secure
1: against. I had a case here in Philadelphia where over the course of seven years, a maintenance worker stole more than 200 items worth more than two and a half million dollars. And some of the items were buttons, literally buttons off of coats, things of that nature, very small. But other items were huge. They were you know, swords carried by impressive generals, that type of thing worth hundreds of thousands. But a lot of the pieces were not as valuable and not as big. Same with this situation. They were probably in storage. Uh, and that's another thing. You know, if you if you come to the States and you go to the Smithsonian, you'll see items, but only about five percent of the museum's holdings in the United States and all the museums are on display. All the rest is in storage units in the basements, in warehouses. And all that material is in shelves and drawers that, that you know can be accessed by insiders.
0: Another aspect of this story, which is intriguing, Robert, is that apparently a couple of years ago, an outsider did raise the possibility of theft with the museum when some items appeared on eBay under a pseudonym. What do you make of that tidbit in terms of the way that an institution responded to reports of a possible theft, which now appears was definitely happening?
1: If the items that were being observed on eBay for sale had museum numbers, had identification on them that would make them you know, part of the museum collection, I would think that the security department at the museum would take action at that point. But you know, you have to remember too that items that get sold could be parts of pieces from all around the world. So let's say you have a a shard of a, you know, a thousand-year-old vase of some sort. Well, there could be lots of shards, you know, and not all in the museum's holdings. So as a result, it's tough to identify, you know, where these pieces are being sold. But if the information was there and it did, you know, correspond to museum numbers at the museum, they should have looked at it more closely. But that's when we recover stolen institutional property. It's always when it comes to market that's when we discover the you know the, the the doers themselves so at some point everything surfaces because it all outlasts us and that's that's a good thing you know when someone steals a picasso from a museum at some point it's going to come back because at some point it's going to be brought to market and that's when we recover it
0: the british museum has pledged to recover the stolen items uh, robert in your experience what do you think the chances are of recovering the items
1: Well, the the noted number for recovery of property in general, property crime, and that's burglaries, televisions, computers, bicycles, all of that is about 5%. That's usually what the police will tell you is recovered. Now, in museum and institutional thefts, depending on the value of the items, if we're talking about famous paintings, if we're talking about famous artifacts, you know, uh, from Rome or Greece or something that's well known and documented, I would say 95%. The only way we don't recover it is when it's destroyed. These items, you know, because of what they are, from my understanding, talking to individuals who have some knowledge of it, it might be more difficult. It's going to be hard to identify everything that's missing. If the curator kept them in his house or his flat in London or wherever it would be, and they got a search warrant to go look, you know, they could recover a lot of the pieces. Though, if he's been doing it for years and years, and a lot of the material has been dispersed, like in secondary art markets, like flea markets, like the Bermondsey Market or something in London, it'll be much more difficult to get everything back.
0: It's a fascinating situation and something tells me, Robert K. Whitman, that there's somebody with a CV, perhaps quite similar to yours in the UK, who's doing some very urgent meetings with the British Museum as we speak. Thank you so much for speaking to us today on Sunday Extra.
1: Julie, it's been my pleasure and I really hope they, uh, they get this material back. And I would tell your listeners, go and visit a museum, but don't take anything.
0: Very good advice. That's Robert K. Whitman, former special agent with the FBI and the founder of the FBI's National Art Crime Team, where he served for more than 20 years.
1: Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.